0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, February 8th, 2021. Trump's second impeachment trial begins tomorrow. We'll bring you the latest details of how the trial will be conducted and a preview of the arguments. We'll discuss that, plus it's not just the Republicans who are having some infighting. The COVID relief bill is bringing forth some Democratic divisions. And finally, Liz Cheney speaks out. After hanging on to her role in leadership, she is not backing down. The historic second impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump begins tomorrow in the United States Senate. And we finally are getting an idea of what it's going to look like. Senate leaders Schumer and McConnell, the House managers, the former president's defense counsel have all sort of come to terms here on the rules of the road for this trial. There will be 16 hours for each side to present their cases. There's also still the potential that witnesses can be called. The House managers wanted to preserve that as an option. But if they do want to call witnesses, that is going to be subject to a debate and a vote on the Senate floor. The trial's going to actually kick off tomorrow with a four hour debate on the constitutionality of whether the trial should be happening. You may remember this is going to be a bit of a repeat from what we saw a couple weeks ago when Rand Paul had a vote on the Senate floor on this notion of whether or not it was constitutional to try a now former president in an impeachment trial in the Senate. Forty five Republican senators joined with Paul saying it wasn't. We'll see if that has moved at all with this kickoff to the trial, because there will be a vote on that question as part of the Senate trial. And we've learned that the trial is going to take a pause for the Jewish Sabbath. So Friday sundown around 5 p.m. Eastern until Saturday sundown, the trial will be on pause. This was a request from one of President Trump's lawyers. The trial will then pick up again on Sunday and move ahead. And on this eve of the trial, both sides released their final briefings. And we got uh, more insight into how the arguments are going to be shaped and presented. Former President Trump's legal team accuses the House Democrats of engaging in, quote, political theater in its filings. Here's something that in the 75-page document they put forth today, you can read in the President's Defense counsel's briefing. Quote, despite the House managers' charges against Mr. Trump, His statements cannot and could not reasonably be interpreted as a call to immediate violence or a call for a violent overthrow of the United States government. This is their case that the president was just exercising his First Amendment free speech rights, that he wasn't actually inciting a violent, riotous insurrection on the Capitol that day. For the Democrats' part, the House impeachment managers put forth a five-page filing that says, quote, presidents swear a sacred oath that binds them from their first day in office through their very last. This is the pushback on the notion that this trial somehow shouldn't be conducted, that every president would sort of be free to act in really irresponsible and potentially illegal ways in the final days of their presidency if it were ruled that such a trial after you leave office would be unconstitutional. So you're going to see that as significant pushback from the Democrats as these arguments get underway tomorrow. Now, here's what else matters today. The battle over the COVID-19 rescue package that Joe Biden has put forth and is going to make its way through Congress over the next couple of weeks is actually exposing some Democratic intra-party divisions. First of all, President Biden sat down for his first big network television interview as president with Norah O'Donnell of CBS News. And what Joe Biden made clear in that interview is that even though he put in a proposal to increase the federal minimum wage to $15 per hour, he actually doesn't expect that proposal to survive. Well, apparently that's not going to occur because of the rules of the United States Senate. So you're saying Uh, the minimum wage won't be in this? My guess is it will not be in it. But I do think that... We should have a minimum wage, stand by itself. So there's the president. He still stands by the principle, but my God, he basically torpedoed what is a major, major priority for the progressive left and has been for years. And so to hear the president say, hey, this really isn't expected to stand the test of the parliamentarian in the reconciliation process, that's the budget process Democrats are using to get this COVID relief bill through Congress on Democratic-only votes— Well, there's Joe Biden, president of the United States, saying the $15 minimum wage, probably not in accordance with the rules. That's quite a blow to the progressive left. The other issue dividing Democrats is this issue of the income threshold and who would be eligible to get that additional round of stimulus of $1,400. Joe Biden said he's not willing to negotiate the amount on this next round of the stimulus checks, the $1,400. He is standing by his promise to the American people on that. But he says he is willing to negotiate on this income threshold. Well, Senator Bernie Sanders, independent of Vermont, and of course the last standing candidate opposed to Joe Biden in the Democratic primary last year, is none too pleased to hear the president of the United States already thinking about negotiating income thresholds for these stimulus checks. It's also, from a political point of view, a little bit absurd that you would have under Trump These folks getting the benefit, but under Biden, they would not get that full benefit. Makes no sense to me at all, nor do I think it makes sense to the American people. So here, Biden is caught between, you know, Republicans who, in their proposal, which obviously is going nowhere, but made a point to the president saying you got to avoid giving families that earn $250,000 a year stimulus checks when they don't really need it. They're not going to spend it. They may save it. Versus The Bernie Sanders wing of the party that's saying, you got to make sure that everybody that got the stimulus before is getting stimulus now. They need it. The economy needs it. That is the place that Joe Biden is standing between as he's trying to make sure to get all 50 Democrats on board with every word that goes into that COVID-19 rescue legislation. And finally today... The Wyoming Republican Party censured House Republican Conference chair Liz Cheney and called for her resignation over the weekend, something she said she is absolutely not considering and refuses to do. But Cheney, in her first interview since her leadership position was challenged in the House Republican Conference, was on Fox News Sunday this weekend. And if you think that that leadership vote or this notion that her home state party is censuring her is somehow making her a little more wary about her position on Donald Trump and his impeachment. Think again. Liz Cheney is not backing down. Somebody who has provoked an attack on the United States Capitol to prevent the counting of electoral votes, uh, which resulted in five people dying who refused to stand up immediately when he was asked and stop the violence, uh, that, that is a person who does not have a role as a leader of our party going forward. This is not somebody who's going to run away from her criticism of Donald Trump, and it is going to be a fascinating window into this battle for the heart and soul of the Republican Party. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, tomorrow, tune in for Citizen by CNN presents What Next, America, to talk about the impeachment trial and its impact. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can RSVP at CNN.com slash Citizen 2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow.